0: Yo, yo, yo! Thought Warriors, what is up? It is Ivan Lathan, and it's
1: me, Rachel Lindsay.
0: Higher learning is on. Let's get right to it, Rachel. Uh,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, ask me how I am. Stick to the rundown. Don't be bringing private conversations. It's not to a the private the conversation. Show. I
0: just, I just think it's actually not private. It, it, it's, it's really not that big of a deal. It's just like a movie conversation, right? When we were talking Van about comes movies.
1: in, this geeked up. Top of the show. He's ready to be just a little petty. It's I'm just not a being little petty. Messy.
0: I'm not being petty. You I'm ready to get your Charlemagne on? This is not petty. You, by the way, you have a problem. <laughs> you have an issue with my friend. It, it, you, it, it's okay. I know
1: it's going to get a reaction. To you you have playing. an issue. But I'm look, quick. here's the deal.
0: Well, Let's talk about The Last Dragon real quick. Before we started recording the podcast, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this movie. Some of you probably haven't. But it is a classic film. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Shout out to everybody over there at Motown. Shout out to Timac. Shout out to Vanity. Uh, You know. Did Vanity pass away? Yes. Rest in peace, Vanity. man.
2: Yes. Beautiful
0: lady. Beautiful, talented lady. Um, So, yes. And we talked about The Last Dragon and Rachel. We talked about whether or not Bruce Leroy in The Last Dragon was (laughs) culturally appropriating Asian culture. (laughs) Because, you know, that probably wouldn't fly today.
1: It would but, not. Uh, and Rachel
0: says, you don't like The Last Dragon.
1: Okay. I saw it later in life. And I mean really late in life. Can't be I'm that talking, late, Rach.
0: You're only, you're, you're, you're. you're not I saw it,
1: I would say, less than two years ago for the see, first time. this
0: is the type of shit that I'm talking about. Like, in, in, a, in a real way. What were your parents doing? Did you First, guys you watch? Know, the, did, you know did you just I watch? The, watch
1: certain movies. So
0: you just you so, so what this. you tell me is you you guys just watched the greatest story ever told every day until you were thirty years old.
1: I told you when I was we have had this conversation when I was when I was less than thirteen. I could only watch G and PG movies. Thirteen PG thirteen R seventeen like what they were actually the ages that were placed on the movies, and I was a really. Like goody two shoes and I've followed those rules. So what so you're telling me right now is that if I dragon. call
0: Judge if I call Judge Lindsay right now and ask him who his favorite actor is, he's gonna say Kurt Cameron.
1: No, we <laughs> couldn't watch that stuff. Definitely not. Don't put don't bring I love Don't make me bring my daddy back on. Here. I
0: love, hey, it's me, Judge Lindsay, and I wanna tell you to run out and see left behind. <laughs> left, behind. left
2: behind Tribulation Force. <laughs> Remember, they had a
0: whole left behind franchise.
2: Oh, this I was mean, the
0: thing about left behind. <laughs> As if the Rapture could have a sequel. The one thing that you can't really have a sequel to is the Rapture. It's a one-time event. They didn't event. get
1: through it. They didn't get through it's it. It's a one-time event. It's like But all the people who were left behind. Left we had behind to life after that.
0: Left behind and then left behind Tribulation oh, Force with Mr. T in there. It, it, you know, the crazy I thing is the first I saw Left Behind And it was Left Behind There's a couple Of Left Behind movies And then I also watched uh, The uh, the, um, the Something Code the, Da uh,
1: Vinci?
0: The, no not the Da Vinci Code It's something else It's the uh, The Omega Code Oh no It was no. the Omega Code Biblical end times movies Yeah so that's what you watched Is what you're saying
1: um, we watched PG movies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean they were a religious fan. Okay. Right. So calm mm-hmm. down. Right. You sound like the real Kirk Cameron fan over here seeing part twos.
0: I look some of those movies off the chain. I'm not going to lie.
1: <laughs> You've been left
0: behind. Like, I'm not going to lie. Anyways,
1: you know who introduced me to The Last Dragon? Who did? Brian. Brian? It's it's one of Brian's favorite movies. And he was like... And so we did this thing. Gosh, it might have even been quarantine when I watched it. Because Sad. it was a... I get to pick the movie this time. You pick the movie next time. So I had to... I was like, man, I don't want to see this. He was like, you got to see it. I fell asleep.
0: Right. I'm just I just feel you know. like it's
1: one of those movies you have to appreciate back when it was coming out. Okay. It's hard to watch now. Like Rocky, right? I saw Rocky's later in life. It's hard for me to watch... Carl Weathers dancing around like that in this day and age.
0: I get it. I'm telling you something. What? We talked a little bit about Van Jones and maybe uh-uh, him potentially. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm, d- uh-uh. I'm, I'm letting you know uh-uh. that this last dragon slander not. is getting dangerously close to William O'Neill
1: agent status right here. I'm starting to have. You really do want to be Charlemagne today on this podcast, <laughs> don't you? <laughs> No, <laughs>
0: no, 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 no. No, no. You didn't say that you hadn't seen the movie.
1: said I couldn't appreciate it like you, you did said back in the you, day. If,
0: uh, first of all, You're not gonna move damn the me. disrespect. You didn't say you hadn't seen the movie. You said you hadn't seen The Last Dragon. And that's not all you said. You said that when you saw The Last Dragon, you didn't even much like
1: it. Fell asleep. I couldn't appreciate it for what it meant to you guys back Inside in the day to watch you, it. you.
0: That's how I don't want <laughs> The dragon. The last dragon You're the dragon This movie is great He gets the glow at the end I don't know if you know that A glow? He gets the glow He gets the golden glow
1: I just couldn't get over him Walking around In the neighborhood (laughs) Dressed like that It's so wrong It was Bruce Leroy That's the thing I saw it in I saw it in 2020 It's just so inappropriate Now It's such a It's such a You ain't like show
0: enough You ain't like show enough
1: I mean, I, I'm just not a fan of the movie. Great. Have we seen the the lead character in anything else?
0: Uh, I know him, um, like so. He's been. Of course, you know him, Van. He hasn't been in other. Look, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't
1: ask you that. I asked you, has he been? In <laughs>
0: <I'm done? laughs> but but look, look, here's the thing, though. <laughs> I look I, seriously. When I got to TMZ, there were certain people who I wanted to know. I wanted, like, yo, I want to be this person's friend. Okay. I want to know them. I wouldn't say that we were friends, but I wanted to say, yo, where's this person at? And he was one of them. He was one of the childhood heroes. He didn't do too much after the last See?
1: Time. But he's a martial Because you romanticized it because you saw it in childhood. I get that. I get that. But See, when if you saw it for the first time as an adult, I don't think you'd have the same appreciation for it.
0: Well, it just all depends on you know, how connected you are to the culture as well. You so know, Brian's you,
1: more connected to the culture than me? Yeah, seems that way. And by the way, this is not <laughs> and, and, and,
0: and and this is not the first time that I've suspected this. Because, oh. because, because you you told me that Brian. I told you, what. you told me that Brian, you thought Brian was gonna put on Manudo, your words, not mine. No, and, and I have you and you and you, and you and you said that Brian put on some, what was it, boys to men or something like that?
1: It was H Town. Eight,
0: eight, oh, what H Town? Man, Brian, light-skinned black dude. Brian lying. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian's probably <laughs> passing. Nah, nah, hell no. H Town, H Town is a deep cut, even for that's
1: it not. It shocked even... me. It shocked me. I will, I'll be honest. It shocked me. But you ain't about to take away my card and give it to Brian just because well, I don't like I the think last card. You dragon. did that.
0: I think no, you gave your you card. You did to that. Me. I think you did it. You, these all these all Which these... card are
1: we talking about now?
0: Whatever, all of these, uh, like, all of these things that, that we're talking about here, these are mm-hmm. this is your stuff, right? This no, is, you
1: are trying to make it something that it is not. Continue. Continue.
0: I, I, all I'm saying is this: the last dragon is one of those movies. Okay, there are certain movies, certain pieces of uh, of music that you play, and if the person can't, if the person can't appreciate it, you start to ask questions.
1: I'm trying to think of what movie that was for me at that age.
0: Left Behind Tribulation Force.
1: No, maybe yes, Moonwalker. It maybe Moonwalker.
0: Oh, Moonwalker's a good one. But see, here's you know the only the problem with Moonwalker. Moonwalker's a good one. The only problem with Moonwalker is, at, at the time that Moonwalker was popping, it wasn't really, that was like a, a measure of whether or not you were a human being. Because <laughs> everybody's house you went to, <laughs> if if you so put true. if you hit play on there, if like I remember I, I went to my boy Grace Spiller. Shout out to Grace Spiller, wherever you are in the world right now, white guy. And I was putting in WrestleMania. And there was a tape in the VCR, hit play. It was Moonwalker. And then as soon as I hit Moonwalker, so the bunny was dancing. The bunny, you know, the oh, bunny. Oh
1: man. Of course. What was,
0: what was the bunny's name again?
1: I don't, did Damn. the bunny have a name?
0: Oh, he definitely had a name. The bunny, the dancing I just remember when bunny. he was
1: evil. When he turned evil, that used to scare me.
0: Yeah, the, the bunny. Face, the bunny. Um, sure? I think the bunny had a name. Let me see. Michael Jackson <laughs> yes, versus Dancing Bunny. Let's see. Michael Jackson. Moonwalker. Michael Jackson
1: Bunny. Oh, Joe Pesci-, Pesci sure was in it. Yeah.
0: Have you seen Moonwalker?
1: Yes. No, it's just like i like things are coming back to me. Brandon Adams, I had such a crush on.
0: Damn. Maybe. Maybe the bunny didn't have a name.
1: Yeah, he didn't have a name. Have you seen Moonwalker? I thought Listen. the bunny
0: had a name, man. I thought the music video uh Jackson tries to noid uh let's see. Hold on for a second. Damn. No, I thought the bunny had Speed yeah. Demon. Yeah,
1: see? It's just loud and wrong. Did you ever watch Polly?
0: Polly. No, what's Polly about?
1: Oh my god. Okay. Maybe What's, just, what's Polly? I don't want to talk about it anymore.
0: What is it? <laughs> What's
1: Polly? It was the black version of Pollyanna. So, like, okay. Pollyanna is all white. I've never seen Pollyanna, but it's all okay. white. Then they did a black version of Polly. Rudy, Rudy, Fel- Um, oh, my gosh, what's her real name? Rudy from the Cosbys. Keisha Knight Pullum. Keisha Knight Pullum played Polly. Um, The lady she, who adopted her, who she was living with, was Felicia Rashad. Uh, Vanessa the Bell The name in it.
0: is Spike. I ben knew where? it. Where? The rabbit's name is Spike. <laughs> I <laughs> knew it. Look, as the video begins, Jackson tries to evade overzealous fans, including Noid from the Domino's pizza commercials, disguising himself as a rabbit named Spike. And then he remember he takes the rabbit stuff, he puts it down, and yes. all of a sudden the rabbit comes to life. Yeah. yeah, I knew the rabbit had a name. I knew he had a name. I couldn't remember the rabbit's but name. But did you he call him it.
1: Spike, or is that just I think, just I think that his you... license
0: plate was like said Spike or something okay. like that. I'm like I, I don't something.
1: remember those words being spoken. But okay, fine. So fine.
0: then, what, what's Polly though? Tell me. So Polly. So it's saw. a
1: this girl. She comes and she moves to this town, which is Felicia Night Pullum. She's living with this. Felicia
0: Night Pullum, you are losing. Points by the minute. (laughs) That was racist, right there. No, Felicia Felicia
1: Rashad is the the woman. I know, but Keisha Knight Pullum. So Felicia Felicia Rashad. Rashad. Oh, so they, they Cosby Show.
0: They're back together.
1: Yeah, she like owns the town. She's rich. Keisha's living with her. But she, and she's trying to like bring joy to this town that Felicia's kind of sucked it out of. The black mm-hmm. people live on one side of the bridge, the white people live on the other. And it's just all following these adventures of Polly, which is mm-hmm. Keisha. It's very, very good.
2: I'll it's check like it out. a
1: musical. Brian Adams is in it. Brandon Adams, I mean, Brandon, <laughs> shoot. Right. Rachel, are you? Brandon Adams is in it. That's what uh, made uh, me think uh, of it. Anyways, on- it was like, it's like a black, I feel like it was like a black film that everybody watched as a kid. I never saw
0: Like with saw The Wiz? The Wiz? No, Wiz, hell you know black no. First, Ain't nobody... Black... No, look, I, I'm not dissing Polly. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. it a go. I love films. I'll, I'll watch Polly, but don't put Polly up there with The Wiz. No, do I'm that. just
1: saying like The Wiz uh, is something like... It, it was, look, it there could, was the it white version, been... there was the black version. Same with Polly, Pollyanna.
0: It, 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 it could have been something that I just missed. I'm not going to lie. It could have been something you. that I just missed. You
1: thank know, you. Polly What I won't do is shame you for missing Polly.
0: Polly movie is, yep, it is right here. 1989. You know what the, so you know what the thing is? I might have been out of my... I think by 1989, I had moved on to like Harlem Nights. I was in that phase.
1: At nine? Weren't you oh. like nine around that age? Oh,
0: don't make me get my grandmother on the phone right now. My, not only did we used to watch Trading Places, but my grandmother, there's a part <laughs> Trading in Trading <laughs> Places. There's a part in Trading Places, literally at that age, where there's this, they're dancing in Eddie Murphy's living room. They're dancing in his living room because he's having a party. And there's this guy and he's humping like he's doing some sort of hump dance. And my grandmother, when we were kids, used to rewind that over and over and over again. <laughs>
1: was this and Momo? She,
0: this is Momo. And Momo would be like, let's watch that man drop the bucket again. He's going to drop his bucket. <laughs> I love it. I'd be like, what? And me and Ebony would get so upset. My sister's <laughs> listening to this right now. And we get Drop so upset. It's like, looking at that man dropping that bucket like something fierce.
2: All right. <laughs> what?
1: Let's
2: take a break. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite because I walk around LA every day. I like the joggers.
0: All right, I caught a little heat on the uh on the old internet for this one. Um and I want to see what you think here. Uh President Barack Obama is now a co-worker of ours. He has his own Yeah. podcast over there on the L Spotify's Renegades with Bruce Springsteen.
1: So random, right? Did, well, it's an I, I don't know how they paired up. In I mean, the fact that they're rene- they're Renegades. Former president of the United States, a renegade.
0: And and Bruce Springsteen is (laughs) renegades. Right, renegades. So I guess uh, because of the renegade sort of theme, President Obama told a story on the podcast itself. He says, actually, let's play the audio from President Obama. When I was in school, I had a friend. We played basketball together. And one time we got in a fight and he called me a coon. (laughs) And I remember I popped him in the face and broke his nose. So there you have it. President Obama would have us believe that he got in a fight because a kid called him a racial slur when he was a kid and he popped him one in the mouth. I posted with this. a speech. <laughs>
1: popped with, him with me. a speech.
0: Popped, like, he, look. I uh, with, a, uh, with a fist, he punched him in his face.
1: Right, I'm saying, and then gave him a speech as well speech. as to why he popped him.
0: Okay, so here's the thing. I said this on Instagram. I don't think this ever <laughs> happened.
1: I saw that and I need you to understand
0: I need to understand why he would say that Why? He lying Why? I'm sorry bro You guys can say whatever you want I love President Obama I don't worship him as a walking caramel deity Like some of the other people in this world do But I just don't see this in him Come
1: on Give me some give me some receipts. Give me some evidence as to why you're just going to say flat out say that man's story is a lie. Like, I just knew that you knew something that we don't know.
0: Well, first of all, here's... I don't... Well, it, people say lie, and that's too strong of a term. Lie is too strong of a term. Because I think the older we get, the more we have the tendency to remember things the way we would have wanted them to have gone.
1: Okay, right? I don't do that.
0: So... Okay. If you haven't yet, you will in the future. I'm not
1: fantasizing certain things and playing them back in my mind how I wish they would have gone or how I wanted them to go. This is childhood one. memories. So all these stories that you've been telling us that people love to hear on higher learning, they're not true.
0: Well, I'm not that old yet.
1: So did did he drop the bucket or no?
0: That guy was dropping the bucket. You <laughs> guys can go watch <laughs> no. that scene. The dude had on like a like a gray. Uh, he's got a little wa- watch this scene and posted. The dude had on like a a gray vest and some gray pants with a white shirt, and he had a hat on, and he was just dropping the bucket in the living room, and he kept doing it. My grandmother would rewind it over and over and over again. Me and Ebony would get very upset. I don't know why, but because we didn't want like to see our grandmother. Because you want to watch the
1: movie, me. yeah.
0: But um, but no, I don't. I think that this is cap cap. Well,
1: well, of all the things to lie about, I mean, here is my thing. If it was a lie. I feel like he could have told a better story. Like, that was it? You just popped him one time? Like, I don't know. It just seems to be so... why have
0: we never heard this story before? Of all the race relations things that we've talked about, of all the different situations we've been in, how come Obama has never... Why is this story only coming out? Tell me.
1: Because he's no longer the president of the United States. He's a renegade. (laughs) <laughs> and as <laughs> 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 oh he's a renegade. God. I mean, you can you can hear nah, man. the M and Jay Z song playing in your head. Just is that the is that their theme music? No, it's got to be some Bruce Springsteen. that be something Bruce Springsteen,
0: Born Around, something like that. I don't know. I don't think it happened. Now
1: he's stepping in. It's a it's a different Barack Obama that we're getting here. So now he, I guess, he feels free enough to tell these childhood stories of being a renegade.
0: Let's let's say that it didn't happen. Okay. (laughs) Oh, seriously. Okay, it didn't happen. Let's say that it didn't happen. And Obama told the littlest of smallest fibs, as people tend to do when they get older, they tend to remember things and they say, hey, I was in the 10th grade and I scored 62 points against such and such. Really? You scored 17 points. Mm -hmm. It's just you weren't used to scoring 17 points, so it felt like 62. Okay. All right. So, let's say that he did. Would that change the way you look at President Obama?
1: No, not the way you told the story. Because as we get older, apparently we just see things how they sh- how we wish they would have happened back in the day. No. So he's an exaggerator. Okay. Everybody's got that one person in their family, maybe more than that, that loves to just Spin tell a the story. Spin a yarn. Is that what y'all say?
0: Spin a yarn. Spin a yarn.
1: We all, like my my grandfather, my granddaddy, could tell a story. And my grandmother would be like, June, June, that's not how that happened. It didn't happen like that. My dad would say my granddaddy would tell a story. And every single time, the the story changed. Every single time he'd tell that story, it didn't happen. It would get bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay, maybe that's Barack. I'm not going to look at him any different. He's a good, he's a storyteller.
0: So let me ask you this. Do you think that Barack Obama was president for eight years and never told the American people a lie?
1: Of course he did. I didn't say he's so not a liar. Deal? I just think it's weird that this is what you're like, oh, actually, he's lying. What do you think happened, Van? What do you think actually happened? Since, since you believe that this, it happened, he's just mm-hmm. telling a different version. What do you think happened?
0: Something less dramatic than that.
1: I think he walked and he turned the other cheek. No, I think, away? I
0: think it's probably less on all sides. I think the guy, the kid probably said something Obama didn't like, and maybe Obama threw the ball down at the ground, the ball hit the ground, bounced up, hit the kid in the nose, and then the kid ran inside. You know what I mean? Oh, Barry hit me with the ball. Or maybe Obama maybe. gave him a hard uh, a shoulder check. And the kid fell, hit the pole. Oh, Barry, hit, ch- check me into the pole. But as far as Obama going full fucking Bobby Seal on this kid... And and like Nobody standing up. Nobody said he
1: went Bobby Seal. Like it
0: it, it just um, popped him real quick. That's just not. I don't see that in him. That's not how Obama is. Do you Obama see me is.
1: popping somebody real quick?
0: Yeah, of course. But you like no, you to don't? torture white people. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: you. Where did white come from? Where you, you, did white? You, white get that's from your favorite there? thing to do. I just said somebody.
0: It's right now. It's a white guy flipping through the want ads, Stop. looking for a new job. <laughs> Because of you, like no, his wife like, like, right now, right now.
1: Man, Chris stop. Harrison is having it's his soon. agents. It's too his soon. His agents
0: are they making calls? And it's all because he, you know, he probably has like your face on a dartboard every day. Chris Harrison is throwing darts at a thing. Like, this goddamn Rachel Lindsay, she doesn't even know. <laughs> all right, uh, enough. So, um, interesting development in New York uh back in December, it's interesting to see what you think about this as an attorney uh back in december
1: okay
0: the New York people hmm, uh passed a bill that bans the sale or display uh-huh. of the competitive flag on state property very important um uh, Andrew Cuomo who's got some of his own problems right now uh, signed the bill into law this past Tuesday on state-owned property or uh, at state events such as state fairs you cannot display or sell the Confederate flag. Okay. So I posted this okay. again on the Instagram. You did.
1: You've been on a roll.
0: Been posting a lot of stuff. You know? mm mm-hmm. um, And there were people on there that were saying they had a problem with this because they feel like this is the beginning of the end of freedom and the start of fascism, even if you do not agree with the Confederate flag that you should not want uh, the state to get involved in stopping the display and sale of it.
1: They're only banning it on state property. So right. what's the big deal? Shout out Benny you can You can literally, at, when I first read the headline, so I'm assuming most people probably just read the headline. When I first saw your post, I was like, wow, how are they going to be able to do that and stop people on their own personal property, private property, to, from being able to express themselves the way that they want to with the Confederate flag? And I read it and I'm like, OK, on state property, you China can't BBC. use it. Yeah, yeah, you can't use it. So what what are people upset about? If you want to slap a sticker on the back of your car and drive around, you can. If you want to wear a T-shirt, you can. You just can't wear it on state grounds.
0: Mm. Uh yeah look to me I don't give a fuck like I'd be honest with you it, it, the way I tend to look at this is this obviously there are things that can be I once at school had to take off a Malcolm X hat because they said that it was a hate a hate, a hate symbol this was mm-hmm. uh back in the day when the traditional sort of thinking of Malcolm X wasn't as evolved and people really really equated Malcolm X to being some sort of violent hate speech monger or whatever. There was a time when the, that whole thing happened. Malcolm X and Black, Black Panthers was a time when, in American consciousness, they were looked at as these uh, sort of uh, the white-hating, super-violent, whatever. Um, and so they told me to take it off. And mm-hmm. that was because there was a misunderstanding of the meaning of that. Now, we, it, to me, there is... You're there to have a conversation about what people really were. You ask okay. somebody something, and they say, "Hey, I'm not for violence. I'm for self-defense." It's a very clear definition.
2: Mm-hmm. Not for
0: violence. I'm, I'm for self-defense. Very clear definition. Both the Panthers and Malcolm X. I, I don't know why we tiptoe around what the Confederacy means.
1: I don't either. But I, do we do we anymore though? Do we yeah. tiptoe around yeah, what the Confederacy do. means? Sure. Uh, who's tiptoeing? So look, people roughly, who want to wear the flag? So roughly those are, half
0: the country. Even people who don't not, wear the flag. They're not
1: tiptoeing. They know exactly what it means. That's what they're holding, and they're holding on to that. They're not tiptoeing around. Uh, no. Who do you think at this point does not understand what the Confederate flag represents? I think a lot of people. And what do you think they think it means? It's just, we're just celebrating the Old South? Antebellum? Antebellum, since that's on? Well, look, I think,
0: that privilege is the hardest language in the world to translate. hmm like you can't... Asking people to check their privilege is actually asking them to translate their privilege, which is asking them to sort of be like, hey, this is why I feel like I'm better than you. Okay. And when people have to articulate that, it feels mm-hmm. weird coming out of your mouth because it's not a natural state of humanity.
2: hmm
0: Really... The tale of humanity and the achievement of humanity is that we've managed to live with some sort of cooperation. That is really the most important thing that man has done. It hasn't been all of these weapons that we've made to like kill each other. It hasn't Mm -hmm. been any of those things. It's been the sacrifices that have been made for cooperation. And I think that those those things come from... They're innate within us. Like, they're pro-evolutionary traits that we learned how to speak the same language and we've learned how to uh, build communities together and things like that. So I think privilege is hard and it's it separates people naturally because you can't really speak it. You you Privilege sure. is... It's, it's, it's tough, right? It's tough for you to say, hey, fuck your feelings. I'm just better than you. All of this is mine. It gets mm-hmm. very difficult. And when you mm-hmm. ask people to speak that language their brains fry because they don't know how to do it, number one, and it's unpleasant yeah. for anyone. So I think that having people to, to in, in a real way, confront the Confederate flag and the images, and we've talked about this, you know, with the whole Bachelor thing, to confront what those images mean and what those images are, I think that's asking them to translate their privilege. It's that's asking them to be, I guess, a little too introspective about what it means for them to live here in this country and sort of reconcile that with the history of America. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. there are things right now that benefit you that kill me. Yeah. But it's a very basic sort of understanding that we have, but asking somebody else, asking somebody white to understand that is asking them to sort of translate that, and it's hard to do, and it's something they don't want to do.
1: I think they told See, I think... I think they choose to be ignorant. I don't think that they're completely blind to what the Confederate fr- flag represents. I think that's giving them too much, to be so honest.
0: So you think that they're evil then?
1: Yes. I think they, they, they want to do what they want to do and they don't want you to tell them. I think a person who still wears the, conf, you know, whether on some type of clothing, hat, whatever it may be, wears a Confederate flag, puts a bumper sticker on their car, flies the flag from their house or whatever it may be, they are fully aware that it represents a time. Mm-hmm. Go ahead.
0: Well, I'm not talking about them. They, I know okay. that they know. Okay, I'm talking about the other people. So look, the people that wear it and proudly embrace it and do all of that yeah. stuff, they know what they're saying. Yeah. I'm talking about the people that don't, but that would still argue in favor of people being able to do it.
1: And I guess I'm like, what kind of person is that?
0: Like Will Kane. Whoa. Will
1: I once heard
0: him? I once heard him do it. Yeah. Like Will Kane.
1: What did Will do? We should have Will on the podcast.
0: We should. Like Will Kane I'll was on Will. The, Will Kane was on ESPN uh some years ago, I think it was and it's it's all out there. And by the way, I don't mean to step on your point, but you were making a point. No, no, um,
1: I, I want to hear this.
0: Uh, so, Will Kane was on ESPN. I want to say this is 2015, 2014, maybe a little earlier. Recent. Maybe a little later. And it was in response to NASCAR having banned the Confederate flag or thinking about banning the Confederate flag in its infields. Or maybe there was one particular race that was banning it, or maybe it was a football oh, game. Oh, this again.
1: was last year.
0: No, 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 not last year. This was way before. Okay. The, it was 2017. Okay. 2017 is when this happened. Okay. Uh, 2017, and Will Kane was on first take debating this with Max Kellerman and with Stephen A. Smith. Um, And Stephen A. Smith was doing what he always does, which is give latitude to that type of shit. And Max Kellerman was saying, no, there's a, it's a... They were arguing the meaning of the flag. Max Kellerman was like, no, it's a, there's a specific meaning to it. Will Kane mm-hmm. was like, look, I would never fly it, but people that live in Texas where I'm from or whatever, whatever, these are the reasons that they tell me that they're fine, we have to respect them. So the people that are flying the flag are one thing, but the other people that make space for it, I think that there's some genuine, like genuine old-fashioned white privilege stubbornness that doesn't let them see this issue in the mathematics that it really should be in. Like just in the equation that it is.
1: And let's see, and I guess, I feel like we're saying the same thing as in those people that you're describing still understand why it's offensive, but then they argue on the other side that it represents something different for them. I get what you're saying. I get that it flew at this time and what was happening in the country and who were the people that were flying it and what their beliefs are. But when I do it, it means this. That's what I th- I'm gathering. That's what a will is saying. So you're not ignorant to it. You're just choosing to ignore it so you can do whatever you want to do or you cannot condemn those people for doing it. Right.
0: I guess what I'm saying is that guys like Will Kane, more than anything, forget about the flag. They're so... They've been indoctrinated with white American privilege to such a degree that they just aren't used to being told that they can't do something.
2: mm
1: yeah, like they're, no.
0: they're really not uh, And so that, that part yeah. of it The part where you, you Yeah, that part of It's like even It's hard to To get people to do that To translate their yeah. experience and, and say, hey, this is like Hey, I just don't want you this, America's mine Everything that yeah. I see Reinforces to me that America's mine So why would I it's listen to It's like a bratty
1: you? child when you've been, when you've been told yes, 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 and you can do whatever you want, and the first time you to, you're told no, you don't know how to react to it because you've always Boy, been told yes. You've always been able to do whatever it is that you want to do.
0: I hate a bratty child.
1: Man. Well, me y'all too. Y'all
0: raise these children because I'll whoop them. <laughs> <Raise>, y'all better <laughs> raise Let's these kids. Let's have old kids.
1: Will Kane on the show to talk about the Confederate. I am with the Will on My former on co-worker.
0: You like Will, huh?
1: I don't have a problem with Will, but I didn't know about this. See?
0: You cherry picking.
1: You I didn't know about send
0: this. Chris Harrison to the soup kitchens of uh, of of Texas, but y'all you listen cool.
1: Listen to it <laughs> Listen, y'all listen to Van. Listen to Van. Go ahead and spin. You know what's sad though? There what? are real people who believe this. Somebody's gonna take this <laughs> clip of what she said and be like, even her co-host is oh, disappointed my God. Oh. by what she said.
0: Speaking of that, speaking of that, hold on. I just, uh, what did it's I do? Wh- it's I it's think wild it's, out
1: there. I think it's <laughs> E,
0: it's E online real quick. Hold on. Oh, e man.
1: Did you see what they said about me, me and Juliet? Juliet, I did. Shout out to Juliet. Our coworker did bachelor party, talked about the hometown episode. We have this conversation as if I'm E news us weekly. Uh, let me keep going, life and style, act like I sit in my room and have conversations with myself about The Bachelor. They act like I'm not doing it in a professional setting on a Bachelor podcast. Said I criticized the other Rachel's anti-racist post. First of all, she didn't do an anti-racist post. Let's just stop there.
0: Did she do one? She didn't didn't do that? No, she didn't have an
1: anti-racist post. This is what they do. They manipulate things for headlines and clickbait just to like, allow um, people to spew out racism.
0: I got to find it because I, I... What I, was it?
1: It was E! News? It was, was it e, on their page?
0: It was E! News, and it was on uh, Instagram. And I went under the Instagram. Somebody was like, yo, yo look... Uh, look they, were, they were like, yo, look how badly they're getting on Rachel. And I went on there, and the comments were just terrible. I'm
1: telling you. It's, and I was
0: like, you guys are all a bunch of weenies.
1: That's what I'm you thinking, wrote? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. If my I co-host can find always it. having my back. I'm
0: like, if you guys are a bunch of weenies, weenuses, because they were like, yo, Van, this is the bad part. Somebody hit me up. I can't remember who this person was. Somebody hit me up and was like, Van, this is the part of Bachelor Nation that is like mean that Rachel was telling you about or whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah. And I went under there and it was really,
1: It's really bad. I'm telling you, it's bad. And Facebook is even worse. They create these groups. Um, Oh, wait, I can't look because I blocked E! News. (laughs) I forgot that. I can't find it. I blocked Is
2: is it this one where it says, following Chris Harrison's temporary departure from The Bachelor, who will host the After the Rose special, Rachel Lindsay weighs in? That's it. Yes. There's a comment with 1,568 likes that there's a period after each word. No one cares what she thinks. Stop yeah. making her relevant.
0: Jackson. Send oh, that. Yeah, like it's people were just
1: going ham. Oh, and they do like, all the time. They do this for clickbait. I hmm. increase their engagement because people just love to hate on me on these magazine, uh, uh, Instagram pages. They just they <laughs> love it. She's terrible. She just wants to be relevant. Shut up. Your fifteen minutes is up. You know it's 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 wild. That hmm. I'm used to, but. You know, it's it's been it's been that way since I've been a part of the franchise. Yep, Uh, I'm not uh, new to it. So, Van Van is a somebody will now say Rachel sent Chris Harrison to a soup kitchen. Somebody's gonna that's gonna be the new headline. (laughs)
0: Look, we out here, man. We out here. Rachel, just gotta just be aware of your. I would
1: love to have somebody on from one of these sites to come on the podcast and talk about the way that they word these articles or how they use come on you know about this maybe from TMZ days how they use an angry picture of me scowling and then the white lady is smiling looking super innocent dressed up like please explain your reasoning behind it find whoever wrote that article let's bring them on this podcast and let's have a conversation and talk it out nah they're not they don't want to do that nah come on don't be scared your name's on the article don't be scared
0: (laughs) All right, let's take a break. Okay, Rachel, uh, do you like the movies Play- Players Club? Do you like that movie?
1: Ronnie and Trixie. We've Ronnie talked and about Trixie, this of before. Of course, Ronnie and Trixie.
0: Yeah. So, uh, just real quick, we're not going to say spend too, too much time on this, but this is something I thought was funny on the internet's happened yesterday. Dre and Michelle, we had talked about her before. If you guys don't know Dre and Michelle, you should just be on Basketball Wives. Uh, Dre and Michelle has a very love hate relationship with the internet. Sometimes they love her. Sometimes they hate her. She went on her Instagram stories. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Player's Club. It's actually in AFI's top 100 movies of all time. Really? It was, yeah, it was voted uh I think best film of what did it come out 1998 or 1997? Um Damn. nominated nominated two golden globes, one academy award nomination. No,
1: best, stop. Okay. I'm serious. You lost me now. I'm s- tell, him, tell him what the movie's about.
0: Players Club. This is all, all that happens. Players Club. Like, it's a true story. And the movie is about a girl who is in college, played by Lisa Ray. Um, A girl who is in college, and she also strips on the side, back when that was taboo. Because there was a whole thing in the 90s between this movie, between Striptease where it was about real women who were actually strippers. Oh, my God. It was taboo. And the whole thing was about, is it about this life? Is it about her club life? But she worked at the Players Club. Mm-hmm. So Dre and Michelle uh, posted on her Instagram stories that, that they should reboot Players Club with her as Diamond, which is the character that Lisa Ray played. They lit her <laughs> the fuck up. On Instagram, it was really what Shay Room posted. Shay Room, shout out to Juju and them, y'all know what y'all be doing. Uh, Shay Room so does posted Drea. it. Shea Room posted it, and they lit her up. It was like, "Girl, you can't act. Girl, no. Girl, don't reboot a classic. If they do reboot it, we would rather see Lisa Ray come back and play Diamond than <laughs> to see you play Diamond. <laughs> Lisa Ray is like in her fifties now, probably. Still so, looks great. Still looks amazing." Um, do you think they were fan of Drea? You think, you, I mean, look, it was like, Listen, they you, they were
1: mean. Be honest. I don't they understand were mean. why people are so hot and bothered by this, to be honest. If Drea wants to dress up and play this role and, and, and put it, put it out there, audition for it, get some buzz. Good for her. There's no I'm not role. even the biggest fan. There's no
0: movie. There's nothing. I, I
1: know. I know. But she's trying to create buzz for it. So like smart on her part, trying mm. to brand herself for this role. I'm not, like I said, I'm not even the biggest fan, but I don't understand why people are so hot and bothered. But if the shade room knows what they're doing by posting it, so does Drea. That's a calculated move. Whether people are talking good or bad, they're talking about her, and that's all that she cares about. Can not be honest Look with you? Look at it. We're talking about her right now on this podcast. I'll be honest with you. Not my choice, by the way.
0: What? <laughs> See? <laughs> See? What's okay? I, I have a question. Seriously. I want to ask you, you as a person who obviously doesn't like Dre and Michelle.
1: Okay? No, I just think that it, she says reckless things. She so doesn't does reckless that's things That's the reason. For attention. Like, what's the I big loved deal? I love Dre on Basketball Wives. Loved her. She was in her bag in Basketball Wives on, on the TV show. Loved mm-hmm. it. Loved her every season on there. She might have been one of my favorites. I just, I just don't like people who do stuff, try too hard. I, I shouldn't say I don't like. That's a strong word. I'm not amused i don't care for people who try so hard that's a calculated move so i don't feel bad for her that people are coming out her at her because she knew what she was doing she wanted the attention from it and she got it she mm. got it mm.
0: but you do generally i mean i'm not gonna look you said no
1: you i don't know. dis. i i just she says things like listen we talked about her before she made a reckless comment about meg the stallion wasn't for it um I I can't think of another example, but she just says, she says and does things, I feel like, for the attention without realizing uh, the weight of what it is that she's saying.
0: But isn't it really just about how much we like these people at the end of the day? Sure. Because...
1: Sure. (laughs) Fuck.
0: You know what? Fuck it. I'm not even talking because I was about to make a whole thing about other people who have said stuff that went on. She's like, no, I get it. Cool.
1: You're
0: right. And cool, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah right.
0: it's, fine. it's fine. Don't have to it's, convince me. You're it's, right. It's, it's right. It's about how much we like people. All right, uh, look, I've never seen this sort of thing happen in, in American politics that I can remember quite this fast. Somebody go from the darling of the political world to being in as much trouble as anybody can be right now. I'm talking about Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York. Now, Andrew Cuomo was lauded during the beginning of the pandemic for the strength and the resolve that he showed as New York uh, caught the the, the worst of it. New York, you know, uh, suffered the brunt um, of of the pandemic at first. It was the the, the sort of unrivaled hotspot of the COVID-19 crisis here in America. Um, Cuomo would come on, even for me, who didn't even live in New York. Cuomo would come on television and he would, his cool, calm demeanor, uh, he seemed like a wartime general, like keeping his troops calm. It really was something to behold. Since then, everything from his handling to that crisis, uh, to his personal life um, as governor of New York, has come into question, under fire, Shall I say. It, we're going to talk about eventually the whole nursing home crisis and the nursing home scandal. That he is a part of, but more facts on that continue to come out. But just recently, an ex aide detailed sexual harassment claims against Cuomo. Cuomo, whose brother is, of course, Chris Cuomo, who is a very popular personality over there on CNN. Uh, this lady's name is Lindsay Boylan, and she's described years of uncomfortable interactions with Mr. Cuomo. Uh, including an invitation to play strip poker on a government airplane, and an email from another top aide suggesting that the woman uh, that the governor thought she was a better-looking sister of another woman. So Miss Boylan, who worked for the state's economic development agency at the time, she published that email from December 2016, said that the governor began calling her the other woman's name in professional settings, an experience she described as degrading. She is currently running uh, for Manhattan borough president, um, and she is accusing him publicly of sexual harassment. Your thoughts?
1: I mean, you pretty much said it. I, I, I too, like you, enjoyed watching uh, Governor Cuomo every day getting an update. I loved the way that he took charge of a situation that we knew nothing about, He seemed at the time to be very open about what was going on, which is why he was having those press conferences uh, every day. You know, news was stopping to see what was happening in New York. They were the epicenter when we knew nothing uh, about this virus. And people were talking president, were they not? Yeah. This is, this is presidential. This is how the country should hey, be run. we should this throw him man, in there and let yeah. him go against
0: Trump, and yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, that's that's the way we looked at him. It's very presidential. If you didn't know who he was before, you definitely knew once the pandemic hit in March. Now all this stuff is starting to come out. I just, I it's, I, I don't know. I mean, it's. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I cannot. I do not know what I was listening to, but somebody was describing the things that they've heard about Cuomo and about him being almost gangster with it, like the way that he handles things. Who's you, who said that?
0: I don't remember. Did you see that? No. Did I? No, I didn't
2: say that. What was that? No, I
1: no. I said, what? did you see that? I can't remember what I was <laughs> no. watching. It might be Morning Joe or something. But it's it's disheartening because we already feel a certain way about politics. It's very hard to trust a politician and to believe the things that they say and who they are. And you find yourself saying, oh, maybe this one is different. This one is really running things the way we feel like is, is helping the people. Then all this stuff starts to come out. And you're like, can we really trust any of you? Are you not all the same? I, I just, I, it's troubling. That's yeah. just, I mean, more information needs to come out. I get that. But the fact that this woman is coming out with her story, very detailed story, um, it's upsetting.
0: Yeah. So you can't trust any politician, but you can't trust policy. You can't trust ideas. So I don't vote for people. I vote for ideas. Right?
1: Yeah, I know.
0: People, okay, I know. So people people represent the ideas themselves, but, you know. You're Fucking around on your wife or anything like that, I can care less about that. I can care whether or not black kids get health care in Baton Rouge. That's what I care about. What'd you just do? You just hurt yourself? I
1: just said, Ouch. Wow. If <laughs> you fuck around <laughs> on your wife, I don't care. You know, I don't I give just, a fuck I about that.
0: I, I don't. Like ooh. you you fuck around on your wife, you fuck around on your husband. I couldn't care less. Yeah, can it's not hel- gonna
1: change how I vote for you. you I get, get it, the just the way you package. said it, it nah, like, I don't ooh. give a okay. fuck
0: about it. Okay? I don't give a fuck. Okay. So but here's the thing. I will I, I call upon the left to do something here. Keep the same energy, because here's the thing. If there are sexual harassment claims made against politicians on the right,
2: Mm -hmm. all
0: of a sudden it becomes these guys are the poor, worst people in the world. They don't respect women's bodies. They don't respect women's agency. They don't respect what women uh, say, and they don't respect consent. right. I have very, very, very bad news for you guys is that misogyny is the most bipartisan thing in the entire huh. world. Mm-hmm. Misogyny, rape culture, all of that stuff. That's bipartisan, my friends. Yep, It might not be bipartisan in policy, meaning there might be one party that's, that, that gives women more control of their bodies. There might be one party that doesn't want to defund pan-planerhood. But what I'm telling you is this, is that when those doors close, the way men treat women and the way men provide empowerment and safe spaces for women, the way men respect women, that doesn't exist. It's not one. There's not one more skis balls on one side than the other.
2: Yeah, That's
0: a thing. That's a thing that we have to address as a society. I'm not saying that Andrew Cuomo is guilty of any of this stuff. But what I am saying is that, I'm saying if this story would be enough for you to jump out the window on somebody on the right, then it's mm-hmm. enough to jump out the window with him.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It certainly because it, look if the standard is that we're believing accusers, we're providing space for accusers and when an accuser says something, we're taking it as gospel, if that is what people are saying, um then you have to do that here. I agree. And so for I me, think- what like I think the way I look at that situation is there was an entire time when a woman would come forth and she would say that she had been raped or sexually assaulted and she would be shut down, just shut down. You're lying, you wanted it, you're trying to take down a powerful man, you shut down. I think the way I view the situation is, now, I believe you. You come to me, you talk this, I believe you. This happened to you? The, the studies show that less than 2% of the time, or right at 2% of the time, is, uh, are false accusations. They're 98% of the time, Wow. Women are telling the truth. Like, it's some number like that. Um, so, being that I don't have any problem believing a woman until there's a reason not to believe.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: if there's a reason not to believe, then I'm not just going to be like, oh, she said it happened, so it happened. But if there's a reason not to believe, just look with anything.
1: Right. You know,
0: I've, I, I I believed OJ at first. Then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, we all do. I was like, wait, now." was... Uh, they didn't get together and plan all of that shit. You you killed two people, you know what I mean? Uh but having said all of that, don't protect Andrew Cuomo. Don't protect him. I mean, if we're being who's real,
1: who's protecting him?
0: Uh, there are some people that are like this is just happening because this woman is a Republican and he Andrew Cuomo has pissed yeah, off the see, wrong people. Yeah, see we can't do that. And all of that stuff. No. Nah, because she's a Republican. Come on, no, y'all. No. I'm t- no hell no. Hell no. Keep that exact same energy. Agreed. Keep that exact same energy not because... uh, Keep that exact same energy because in any of these situations, if it's about the women, it's about the women. It can't Mm -hmm. be about the politics. Mm -hmm. It just can't. So the reality is that this seems to be, at least to this point right now, a credible accusation. And, And until it's not a credible accusation, then it is what it is. I'm not saying I, I throw him away. I'm not saying that, I, but what I'm saying is at this point right now, sure, I look at him differently.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, look no. at him, I, 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 I absolutely do.
0: But at the same time, if more stuff comes out, minds can be changed. What I'm saying, there are no sacrificial lambs in this. Mm-hmm. So if there's a lot of people that are saying, hey, they're just doing this, they're trying to get back at him, blah, 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 blah. No. Now, it's a woman that says she was mistreated. She was uh, working for him. You must go with the same zeal and with the same energy and find the truth. And if it turns out that he was in any way a dickhead in this, run his ass just like you ran everybody else. Party be damned. God damn it. All of this shit. Um. Oh, did you see what they did? Uh, oh, you know what? No, I'm not talking about this real quick. I want to I wanna, I wanna read you this while we're on this subject, okay? Because okay. I was about to go to Mr. Potato Head, but I, I gotta be honest <laughs> with you. I could, uh, I could give a fuck less about how Mr. Potato Head identifies. And I think that's very important. You know, it's it's fine. You know, it's but, it's yeah. cool. But what I'm saying is that who could give, like, look, who could be mad about that? If you're mad... There are Miss,
1: people. There it's just are so people. stupid. Like, you Mr. Know Potato Head these people can be are. It's like wants. when It's like whoever when things happen on Sesame Street whoever and stuff, they, they get so be. mad. Yeah, they get, people are, will get really hot and bothered by this. Normalize it all! Agreed. Is what
0: I say. Oh, but I do want to ask you about this tweet that I saw. I'm not going to say who it's from. just because the lady has since me her tweets private, which tells me that she's getting a little hate. The tweet says, stop calling your female colleagues smart, clever, or brilliant. It's sexist. You would never, ever stress how truly bright Brandon is when recommending a spirit of trust. It shouldn't be surprising to you in 2021 that women are capable of thought. So, this tweet has gone viral. This woman has made, she's laid down the, uh, the gauntlet. She says that you should not call your female colleagues smart, clever, or brilliant. It's sexist when I'm in a conversation with someone and I tell them how amazing Rachel, Rachel Lindsay is. Your thoughts.
1: You can call me smart, clever, or brilliant all day, every day. I'm not taking any kind of offense to it. I, 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 saw, I saw this. I'm trying to understand why this is a problem. Um, it's not the same. It's not a microaggression. Like saying a black person is well spoken or they're so articulate, um, when you wouldn't say that about their white counterpart. If I did something smart, call me smart. If I'm if I'm doing something that's brilliant in a brilliant way, I don't think that that's sexist in any way. I guess maybe I haven't come across where it's only used towards a woman and not used to my same male coworker. Is that what it is? It's a setting of a coworker, right? Yeah, colleagues, colleagues, yeah, colleagues. I, I think this is when people are like, well, then we're taking things too far. What is it that I can say? What do you want people to say? She doesn't give an example. It shouldn't be surprising to you. It's it's not surprising to me. I, I just feel like this is taking it too far. I don't understand the logic behind this. What do you want people to say? If you do bring a lot to the table and you did have a brilliant idea, I don't think that that's gender specific. I don't think that that's sexist in any way. If you said something that's brilliant, I don't think you're saying that women can't have brilliant or smart or clever ideas. Maybe that's happening in her workplace or what's going on. Maybe her boss has some type of issue and maybe that's specific to that incident. But in general, I have never been offended by a male saying those words to me or using those adjectives to describe me. I'm going to receive all of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, do you? Do, I, I've, it never has well, even crossed my mind. It's taking it too far, and this is what this is when people are like, "What can we say? There's nothing that we can do." To me, this crosses a line.
0: Well, see, here's the thing: is as a man, you know, you got to walk the line here, right? Because
1: okay, you can't say anything, so I say. But
0: not really. You know, because here's the thing: for when when Obama the articulate thing, right? The articulate thing was an insult as directed towards President Obama because he was running for president. What's funny?
1: Your comment section on this post.
0: Why? What are, what are people saying?
1: What in the entire fuck? <laughs> shut up, lady. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> girl, shut up. There are real issues out here. Right. It's like it's, What do you want people to say? Well, here's I feel the, like this is specific to a, one issue with her. With so here's the thing.
0: I, I don't mind being called articulate, right? I, I don't. I don't mind being called articulate in the proper setting meaning that if I when, when they call president obama articulate well yeah no fucking shit he's articulate he's running for president like <laughs> the right. 95% with the occasional dumbass of people running for tele, for for president are going to be able to articulate themselves mhm and I haven't heard the rest of those guys called articulate. You called the black guy articulate, which tells me that maybe you have some preconceived notion about how articulate black people are. That's one thing, right? For me, if I'm in a situation and we're sitting talking, is a very smart, articulate, thoughtful young man, I don't have any problem with that. Most of the time, I'm not right. looking to have an issue with people over things. This question is, is, it's different because as a man, you don't know when you're fucking up. It's hard. The, really,
1: the only- This ain't it.
0: Well, okay. I'm just asking because the only clues that you have of when you when, when you're fucking up is when people tell you. Because everything else, like I said, it's hard. It's hard for white people to translate their privilege. It's hard for men to translate their privilege too. So I don't. Do know. you
1: find yourself in a conversation and when like you're you like you hang out in circles that like I would think that everybody is like very thoughtful, smart, clever, brilliant. Let me use these words here. Sure. Do you only subject the women to those adjectives, or are you just talking in general? When you talk about your friends, because you know you love to talk about who you know and your friends, Mm -hmm. do you only use certain adjectives towards the women, and and reserve other ones for the men, or do you just talk? Be honest with you.
0: Be honest with you. Chris Harrison's side of things is feeling real good right now because all the digs (laughs) that you take. When
1: will this stop?
0: All the digs that you take. (laughs) It's getting over and over again. You're digging it. You're digging. Dig, duck. Well, you were
1: digging at game. the beginning of this podcast, so yeah, I'm going to finish it on the end. Was, this is a bookend.
0: I had reasons. Uh, but no, so here's my thing. It's like, I think there are things that are more obvious that I try to avoid when, you know, talking about women. Because I watch uh, I watch guys talk, or even people on television and stuff talk about women. They go, hey, they're very lovely, smart, and talented, something, something, something. Mm-hmm. And lovely comes before smart and talented all the time. When I see my little nieces or see little girls, I go, hey, pretty. Hey, how are you? You know what I mean? And I think I catch myself more on that. I catch myself stop equating to, uh, catch myself uh, trying to stop equating a woman's worth to her physical appearance.
1: Mm, Don't stop calling little girls pretty.
0: Don't stop calling little girls pretty why
1: because and maybe this is like a black thing Uh but i'm always i always tell young black women girls little girls that they're beautiful always because you grow up in a society you grow up in a society where it's not all where your where your beauty isn't celebrated as others are Uh so i always i'm like hey pretty girl Hey, beautiful. I say it all the time to young girls because I want them to appreciate their beauty, their natural beauty.
0: Right. Do you <laughs> I'm tell... laughing as
1: I sit here with the wig on my head, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know it's, what I'm it's, saying. Yeah, it's
0: on your head. It's part of you, naturally. You pay money <laughs> hey, naturally for it. You know the wig. what
1: I'm saying? But no, truly, Do you tell you might little not get white that girls reinforcement. That...
0: Hmm? You tell little white girls that they're
1: beautiful? Um, I feel like I'm not really around many <laughs> young
0: white girls. Right.
1: So I don't really know. I, I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. But I but I'm specifically reminded of it for young black girls because I, their beauty isn't always reinforced.
0: That's true. I've stopped. I like when I, don't I, stop. I I've really stopped. I've stopped because I just want these ladies to know that they're more than pretty, man.
1: Say both then. It's like, I I guess. But I'm I'm telling you from a female perspective, when you're growing up and you're young and you're looking at magazines and and things are a little bit different now, but you're looking at dolls, you're looking at magazines, you're looking at TV shows and you don't see yourself represented. Mm -hmm. You start to want to be like, oh, that's what pretty is. So when somebody reinforces it, especially coming from a man to say, oh, hey, pretty, you feel that as a child. Like, I can remember that as a young girl when someone would say that to me. And so I, so don't stop. Just add to it.
0: Can I ask you something? Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be awesome, though? And this is just me asking. I don't want anyone to be like Vans on the podcast, Mansplaining to Rachel. I'm asking.
1: No, you're asking.
0: Couldn't it be a situation to where if we prioritize things other than pretty, then the beauty standard might not affect our younger sisters so much? If, we, if they thought that maybe they were going to be judged by more than somebody else's opinion of their physical
1: form, sure, might, might we change thought. that? That's a beautiful thought. But society is what it is. And I'm not saying that, like, I guess if we all did it, it could change it. So I'm just saying use both. Fine. Don't just stop at pretty. Tell them they're beautiful and they're smart. Despite what this woman says, right. tell them they're both and then tell them why they're both. You know what I mean? Maybe there's, maybe that's the difference. So, why it needs to come after it?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, and by the way, not all kids are smart. That's the stuff. I see it all the time. <laughs> or
1: pretty. I see it all the time. Wow. <laughs> Rage. All right, let's take a break. Oh, batch. Look, let me tell you something
0: about Matt James, real quick. And all this stuff with Brie.
1: All this stuff with Brie?
0: It's not all this stuff with Brie, but I just, it's like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you about Matt James real quick. Okay. So, I'm not going to lie. Matt James is getting emotional affirmative action from me right now. It's harder for me to be honest with myself about the weennessness of Matt James. Because. Because of everything that's going on. Mm. I, 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 I love black people. At first, it was easy for me to see Matt James as being the true weenies that he is. And don't get me wrong, you guys, he's still a weenie. But the reality is that I'm pulling for Matt now. I'm pulling glad,
1: I'm glad you turned a corner.
0: I'm pulling for Matt right now. Good. Okay. Having said that, he still gets three weenies for this episode. <laughs>
1: That's a. Hey, it's better than five. That's or better than five. He's been that's, off the charts. That's some, better some than weeks. five.
0: Let me ask you: What was your favorite part of this last episode of The Bachelor? Because I'm being honest with you, the show is kind of fucking boring. There's a told little bit. You this episode, it, it's was a, boring. It's a, it, it was. It's. 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 A, it was a little bit to get through this one. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I had to go back and forth. What did you like? Tell me this, to help me appreciate.
1: I will tell you that this was incredibly boring. Like, more... It starts to get a little bit more... It starts to plateau at this point because the drama's taken out of it. But this... I told you this last episode. This is more boring than ever. My favorite part... Serena Pete leaving. Yeah. I thought that was kind of... That mm. was the that was the drama of it. I mean, she's flat out said, you're not my person. Yeah, I thought that was kind of ruthless.
0: Yeah, does she... Yeah. Does that put her... Because, like, who do you think of this show will be The Bachelorette?
1: Well, it's rumored that it's Katie.
0: Oh, vibrator girl!
1: Vibrator girl. People really like her. She's a fan favorite. Right. Um, out of this top four, I will tell you when I saw Serena go on a date. Um, she's got a spunk about her, like that's a, what I'm light, a personality and energy. She's um, uh, Indian descent. Uh huh. So I think that's that's never we've never seen that representation in a lead role. I think that that would be fantastic.
0: Right.
1: so I, I, I could see her I think she could carry a show she'd have a lot of personality she's clearly a matter of fact mm, I'm actually going to leave because the same for me you're not my person I'm not even going to pretend I liked that about her
0: do you know who should have been The Bachelor?
1: Mike Johnson
0: Matt James's brother
1: I knew you That's were what say this. the
0: fuck I'm talking about. You have guys y'all know seen about this, this? guy? <laughs> have you guys seen this guy? What's
1: his name? John the Scorpio.
0: John the fucking Scorpio. And I'm gonna be real with you. Rachel sent over because Rachel is kind of a low key hater sometimes. Rachel, sent over. I loved over, it.
1: Are you kidding me? I said Rachel they said, have higher learning uh, group text. Has to see this. I loved it.
0: And so this guy, John the uh, John the Scorpio has a song called Gotta Do Better. This is Matt James's brother. Want well, to tell you this shit is jamming? That shit Listen, is really... The ca- I'm going to be honest with, Kaepernick with
1: you. Kaepernick representation in the video, there's a full music video, y'all. I'm going to
0: be real with you. I'm not joking. That shit is really hard. That no, John De Scorpio I- is hard as fuck.
1: I thought it was going to be a joke. And when I saw it, I had to verify. I had to verify this is Matt's brother. Matt has never mentioned him. I'm a-, I'm a little disappointed. I don't know why you're keeping him from us. He better be... Okay, ban. you don't know this... But usually, mm, second to last episode, we meet the Leeds family. If we don't meet John, y'all need be Y'all need to be like this. Needs to let me go tell you viral something. on Twitter. We let me need tell this you representation something. on the show.
0: Let me tell you. Let me tell you why Matt James. I'm revising Matt James's Weenie rating uh, to give him five Weenies. Okay, five out of five. See,
1: he, he can, You could never catch a break. I knew you wouldn't stick to three. You do five this every time. Go ahead.
0: Five out of five. Okay, you want me to tell you why? What? Do I have Latitude? Okay. So,
1: yes.
0: Gotta Do Better by John Scorpio came out five months ago. That's 1.8 thousand views. So not even 2,000 views. Let's be honest. That's trash. Okay.
1: Let's okay. be honest.
0: That's, okay. that's trash. It sh-
1: he sh- he, yes. With a brother. Yes. That the is the most famous is that, bachelor.
0: The reality is that this is a decent song. Is at least as good. The, guy, the video is high quality. My question is it's got 12 comments. John the Scorpio, Scorpio has 20 fucking subscribers on YouTube. I'm not even joking. That is fucking pathetic. Your brother has nearly a million followers on Instagram. Your brother is one of the most famous people on television right now. You mean to tell me? That you can't throw this video up in your story, you can't help John the Scorpio who says in this song that he went to jail for thieving. You can, like John the Scorpio, you can tell he's Matt's brother because this nigga look like he like six nine out here riding a skateboard. You mean <laughs> to tell me that like you like like that you you can't help John the Scorpio get his shit off? You know what? How many people from back home who shit that I post on my gram? These are guys I don't even know like that. It's dudes that I haven't seen since ninth grade, we played one week of freshman football together, then they went to prison. Hey, Van, do you remember me? Yeah, I remember you, bro. How are you? Guess what? I've been down 13 years. I just got out. Throw this video up on the story. I got you. Shit, is terrible. It's not even John the Scorpio level. And the reality is that Matt James is not, passing the plug right now. I don't give a fuck what happened between him and John the Scorpio.
1: Yeah, maybe, I wonder I wonder if they're close or not. Maybe John the
0: Scorpio went to
1: jail for thieving from
0: Matt James. Who knows? But the reality is, you can't help your brother. They look just alike.
1: They look alike. They look alike. They look just... You can't help your brother? Let, let, let me look like at the comments. He should have posted the music video because... I'm telling you, we have to see this man on the season.
0: Matt James, you're a weenie dog. You're a wiener dog. But I will say, I'm pulling for you.
1: Y'all need to go check out, go follow John the Scorpio on Instagram, John the Scorpio Scorpio on YouTube. Go show this man some love because the song really does go hard.
0: It, 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 It knocks. Mailbag! Mailbag time. Time to read your letters and then we'll reply to them. Oh, it's mailbag time. Write us with your queries and we'll chime in.
1: Okay, let's cut that. Let's cut the, that and roll that for, for, for each Thursday. He's that so was, proud of that. That y'all. was
0: off the top of the dome. <laughs> that was off the top.
1: That's song That's uh, it
2: That was crazy <laughs> <laughs> Okay Let's do Mailbag I guess From Kyle Fauchet.
1: Grabbing the mic I hate mm-hmm. him. <laughs> Who was the
2: Who was the first person That Van and Rachel Were starstruck by In real life
1: mm. Ooh. Mm. Didn't you say yours was Bow
2: Wow No I never said that what?
1: <laughs> When Bow Wow was on the show
0: <laughs> I never I fucking said it. that You okay, you're just make the shit up Mm -hmm. I
1: think, this is the memory that comes to mind, is Randy Moss.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: I loved, I mean, I still do, but I feel like when I really got into football, Randy Moss had just been drafted, thought he was coming to the Cowboys. He wasn't. There was a guy that I liked that kind of looked like Randy Moss. I was so into him. I loved Mm -hmm. his attitude. I loved his game. I loved the way he would wear his hair. Ugh, everything about Randy. Mm -hmm. Then I went to ESPN. Randy does Sunday football. I used to do a radio show on Sundays. I saw him. So the way, the way ESPN works is everybody is the war room and everybody watches all the games on all these screens. So everybody who has a show, whether it's on TV or radio, is in this room. So like as a sports fan, I'm fanning out all these people in here. Randy Moss walks in. I walk out the room. I couldn't even be in the room with wow. him in there. I was like, I, panicking, like this is, it was my—I was twelve years old again. Mm-hmm. I shared this with a coworker, Ryan Clark. One day we're walking down the hall together, mm-hmm. and Randy and Charles Woodson come. When not you starstruck by Charles? Right. Come walking down the hall, I take off running because I'm nervous that Randy's there. Ryan's like, "Hey, Rachel, didn't you always say you wanted to meet Randy? I had to come back meet him. Said hello. He couldn't have been more nice. So lovely. Said we were family because we're all coworkers. But I, he still makes me nervous. Still makes me nervous.
0: Interesting. If Ranting I was Ryan, off. if I was Ryan Clark, I would have took it to HR. Why are you talking you about what? your coworker? If I was Ryan Clark, I would have took it to HR. Why are you talking about your coworkers <laughs> like this? For what? Creating an for unsafe un- unsafe environment. Like you, I, I run away every single. I run away every single time he's around. No. Not run to, run mm-hmm. from. No, can't do it's it. Called HR. Yeah. Called HR. <laughs> uh, the, it, for me was I first got to LA. I was at Venice Beach, and I saw Diana Devoe.
1: Let me look this up. Hold on. Don't, don't describe. I, just, I need to see.
0: Diana Devoe. D-E-V-O-E. Just googled it. Uh,
1: <laughs> okay. I, I, I was wondering why you had not shamed me for not Diana knowing. And now Devoe. I see why. Go ahead.
0: Legend. I saw her at Venice Beach. She had a little backpack on one of those little backpacks the girls used to yeah. wear where it had these little straps and they had a little pack on. Yeah. And I was like, hello, I'm a big fan. And then uh, she just kind of looked at me and then you t- we took a picture. Diana DeVoe
2: floored me. Next question. Do you still have that picture? That's my question. <laughs> no. <laughs> See, I didn't even
1: ask for a picture. I right. was too scared. I'm. St- he still makes me nervous. Diana Devoe. Diana DeVoe. <laughs> I was like, am I missing something here? Who is that?
2: Okay, next question from Risa Bass. If you could have any living performer perform a private show for you at your birthday party, who would it be? Diana Devoe. <laughs> no, uh,
0: good question. Because um, it's like, what
1: kind of mood do I want for yeah, my Yeah, it's crazy.
0: Party? Any living performer uh, at a birthday party. Um, it's not Beyonce. I'll be honest no, with you.
1: It wasn't going to be Beyonce. Uh... If I was like, if it was more chill...
0: Oh, I know who it is.
1: Who? Go. Br- Bruno Mars. Oh, that... So you want... That's the type of party you want. See, I was going to say if mine was more chill, uh-huh. I would say Lauren Hill. Right? We don't see enough of her.
0: She not coming uh-huh. to the party. Like, you... Like, <laughs> the food going to be cold. Is like, true? the, the, the a, cake going to be stale. Don't make up new
1: rules to the question. Like, she not coming to, to the say, party. who would you want? Who would you want? Okay, I w- I would want Lauren Hill. Man, Bruno Mars, that was a good one.
0: Yeah, Bruno be getting it. Up there that with was his it. little dance, I kind of want
1: to steal that.
0: Like Bruno Mars be, that's be getting That's a fun party,
1: it. and he could slow it down.
0: He and could he slow could it slow down it down. For
1: you. See, that's that's that was a
0: good
2: one. Yeah, I'm and, stealing that. And he'll bring the cocaine.
0: All of that. Uh, last one.
2: Okay. Um, from Jana Jackson, I want mm-hmm. to know if Van and Rachel has any wild Mardi Gras stories.
0: Hey! that's all
1: van 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 has it i've actually never been to new orleans during mardi gras
0: i can't tell them because they all involve illicit sexual action like i can't with you I can't. or
1: somebody else don't name people well, not with me
0: like there's there, there's things that like why don't you
1: just barack obama the story and tell it no to us?
0: it's no it's it's no i can't barack obama the story they all involve, like it's all freak shit like you're you're there like you're there in new orleans uh, especially if it's a warmer Mardi Gras, it's going down. So a hundred thousand people down there, you can't move. Like they're they're ladies there. You see them. One time we met these girls from Tucson, man. Shout out to Tucson. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like if Tucson if Tucson is listening right now, Tucson girls like to have a good time, bro. I'm not gonna it's lie because
1: there's nothing to do in Tucson. Uh,
0: Tucson girls like to have a good now. time. Like uh, I remember this was. Cause this is the South, right? So me and the homies are down there. And I'll tell you how drunk I was. I was so drunk that it didn't, I it, it didn't even bother me that we would be seen wide open in New Orleans with some white girls, which could have, you know, okay, like, because you know it's like, cause like when you're in a when you with a white chick in public, it's cool until like you see black women.
1: And that's, then that's
0: true. And then you're like, damn, I'm fucking up do you know what I mean but uh, we was down there like I mean we had really adapted to their ways my whole crew like we were dancing off beat you know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) we were like my whole crew like we had adapted to their thing I remember yo this is so funny remember that song Who Let The Dogs Out
1: yeah of
0: course we had never heard that okay (laughs) so look check, check this out seriously this is a true story I wish Ryan was here like, we had never heard that song. I'd never... I had no fucking clue what that song was. Never heard it. But we're at... I want to say Razoos or someplace like that. We are so fucking drunk, right? We are so drunk. And all of a sudden...
1: Wait, you were at razoos
0: I think the so. The restaurant or
1: the club on Bourbon Street?
0: The club on Bourbon Street. It's, I think it was. That's one of
1: my favorite clubs on Bourbon it's, Street. It's a
0: very touristy place to go. But it like, is. I'm a that's tourist. Where, that's where people... That's where people that's, go That's when where you find The no girls. Right exactly So we I, We in that bitch And like I actually got scared Cause all of a sudden The song comes on And these girls Start going oh, And they start Like, like Really <laughs> Really getting into it And I'm like And then it comes down, And like And the Who let the dogs out Part comes on And they Are going Ape shit But the whole crowd Full of white people was going shit too. They were going, who, 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 and we, and we're like, and like, and I'm looking around. I'm starting to think that this is some weird racist shit. I really don't know what to think. Like I'm, I'm looking around. Like, yo, it almost felt like Get Out, where you realize that the white people are out to kill you. It yeah. seemed like some kind of idea and fucking like agreement that they had between. Each other, like like who killing niggas? Who? who 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 killing niggas? And like and I'm like I, I, for because I, cause I had never heard the song. And they were when I said and these you chicks were drunk.
1: And, and I was you were drunk, drunk.
0: These chicks were losing their shit. They were so happy they about love that this. Song. Who uh, let the dogs out joint? Because there's not a black club in life where you've ever been to.
1: Oh, God, no, where they Wait, put on
0: who Who let the dogs out.
1: You said get out. Did you see that that was trending this week uh, during The Bachelor? Uh,
0: <laughs> no, I didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I can't show that on Twitter that you didn't. Trending big time during The Bachelor. Like, it was like Bachelor. It was like get out, Bachelor.
0: Mm, no, I didn't see it. It makes sense, though. Okay. makes sense.
2: Yeah, well. But uh, what I'm <laughs>
0: saying is, what I'm saying is, just real quick, I'll put a button on this story. These girls... We're staying in the W, but not the W over off Poitras or like further in the quarter. The really super nice W that's in the quarter.
2: Yeah, 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 had, yeah, yeah. They
0: had, they like had bread, and uh, it went. It, it was they were, you know, it, was it went a fun, down to the W. Ah, fun okay. lady, fun ladies, fun ladies. They remember who they are. Fun, fun ladies, fun ladies, fun ladies.
1: Okay. Glad, glad everything worked out safely.
0: Tucson. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Uh, do you have an unexpected ally, Bree?
1: Uh, yeah. Real quick. I'm not sure who did it, but whoever sent a mariachi band to Ted Cruz's house because he couldn't <laughs> be in Cancun, that is so funny. I don't know who did it. I don't know what you look like, but you are my unexpected ally of the week. People are so creative. Sent a band so he he didn't miss out on the Cancun experience. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have one? Yeah. Uh, no.
0: Oh. No, I don't. I'll be no, angry this week. No, I don't, I don't have an unexpected ally of the week. Uh, I was going to do Frank Biden, Joe Biden's little brother.
1: Okay. I'll well, tell you he why. Did.
0: He didn't do anything good. But this guy's going to be a problem.
1: <laughs> I have not heard the story. <laughs>
0: Frank Biden, Joe Biden's little brother, uh, this guy is going to be a problem. Okay, He was down in Florida, hanging out with Floyd Mayweather Jr., no mask on. He was getting it. Once again. How
1: old is Joe Biden's brother?
0: He's 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 his younger brother. This guy's gonna be a problem. I love. I'm telling you already. I love Frank Biden.
1: <laughs> I love Frank Biden.
0: I gotta be honest with you. I love Frank Biden. Hmm. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. That's it. Um, who let the dogs out? Uh, <laughs> take caps off. Do not stop learning. I am Van Laten.
1: I'm Rachel Lindsay. We out.